104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com today you. Hit 104.7. Got in 1060, you'd like to know the weirdest festival you have been to slash heard of. Um, apparently there's going to be a mullet festival yes. in Queensland celebrating the mullet. And I like the fact that the win is going to take away some Winnie Blues and a six-pack of their choice. Bring on the Milton Mangoes. I just think it's so funny. It's so I, I went to a watermelon festival in Chinchilla, which is in Queensland as well. Heaven. It was yeah. so much fun and just unnecessary. Like, why are we mm. celebrating a watermelon? Mm. They do it biannually. It's huge. Have you guys ever been to a weird one? Well, just up the road in Collector, they do the pumpkin festival. And yes. it's right around my girlfriend Elise's birthday and she makes me go every year. It's I the greatest. I love to go. I actually love the pumpkin festival. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, pumpkin bread, pumpkin soup. Yes, yes. Pepita seeds. Are you kidding me? Unreal. Oh, do they do pumpkin lattes? Like pumpkin, yep. pumpkin the spice? The best thing ever. Yes. Yep. They do the mouse races in Bylong. Like they race mice. And I just... My dad goes to them every year. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Too unreal. busy to talk to me, but off he goes to watch <laughs> mice racing. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's, there's some crackers all around the world. There's the Air Guitar World Championships Festival that happens in Finland. Yeah, remember they did one for the embassy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Finland, they're big on their air guitars. Uh, there's the Battle of the Oranges in Italy. Wow. That happens. Just um, pegging some oranges at people. That's pretty <laughs> nice. There's bog snorkeling. There's a bog snorkeling oh, festival. Yeah. Where's that? That happens in Wales. Wales, yeah. Bog I've snorkeling. seen that before. So, what do you. What? It's like you swim in a bog. Yeah. So, like a swamp, like a marshy kind That's of thing. That's the best. You've got to snorkel and you've got to get That's through there. That's the most Welsh thing ever, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> An underwater music festival happens in Florida, which what? I don't know. What? How does that work? I'd be keen to go to that. Uh, well, you dress in uh, whimsical nautical costumes and you get together for an underwater music festival, participate underwater and mime along to the oh, music. That's for me. That's unreal. Um, but the best one, obviously, of any of the festivals happens in Japan. I'm going to butcher this. I'm going to go for it anyway. The Kanemata Matsuri Festival in Japan, dedicated to all things phallic. Are you kidding? Nope. Who goes to that? It's a religious festival. <laughs> <laughs> Just reading here, that's uh, Peter-shaped lollipops. religion? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Tank, right, yeah, yeah, no, no. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. I want to just touch on this. So a celebrity couple have announced their engagement. Heaven. Yeah, very nice. How would you think they would have done it? Facebook. Facebook. You know, the, the ring up to the camera. Sort yep. of, we did it. We did it. He look put at, a ring on it. Like a look at me kind of yeah. a post on Facebook. Is that what you would do, do you think? Are you chucking it just I don't know. a bit of Insta, bit of Facebook action, or are you just rocking the subtle, just coming to work one day? Oh, let me just grab that piece of paper <laughs> off you. Oh, this? Oh, this oh, old thing? I don't oh. know, actually. I've not really thought that much about it, what I would do, but probably on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just what like, would you do? It's, um, do you reckon it's different for the girl know. than the boy? It depends, right? Yeah, I think I mean, I guess from what I've seen on Facebook, it's usually like the the lady involved in the relationship that like posts the thing. Oh, we finally put a ring yeah. on it. Oh, I said yes, like that yeah. kind of thing, rather than a she said yes, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I would put it on online. Yeah, well, you, you don't know, put I'm, anything online. Yeah, you know, not, you know, I'm not a big. Uh, and Maddie doesn't even have producer Maddie doesn't even have Instagram. He does. Just never uses. He it. just doesn't actually run it. I think Ryan's made one for him. And oh, that's it. right. Yeah, and he's put those really dumb hashtags. Yes. Hashtag yeah. producer life. Hashtag love my job. Yeah. And Maddie's like, please take that account down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie. So Jon Snow and 
Egret from yeah, Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones Yes, have announced their engagement. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Exactly. That's a great accent as well. It's mm. very well done. Generous yep. feedback, but I thought it was quite awful. It was, yeah. And they've done it in a way that I don't think anyone's done for years. They've put it in the newspaper. In the, oh. cel- in the celebrations, like, part of the, you know, like, in that weird middle bit yeah. of the paper between... I remember like, that. ...the real estate part and the sports bit, like, yeah. where normally sat, like, when I was growing up. So they've, they've announced it. Mr. K.C. Harrington and Miss R.E. Leslie, the engagement of uh, of Kit, youngest son of David and Deborah. Wow. And, uh, Rose, middle daughter of Sebastian and Candy. That's how they announced... The- Candy? <laughs> so someone spotted this in the newspaper. Yeah. That's so weird. And gone, that's them. Is that how we found out about it publicly? Yeah, it looks like it. That's so bizarre. I remember, like, that was a, a thing, like, maybe when I was um, 18, I think my parents put my 18th announcement yep. or something in the paper, but it was so long ago. Yeah. You know, in the 1800s. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I, I don't know... Does anyone still do that, or is that a British thing, or is that like are they aristocratic? I don't know. British fancy people that need to do this formally, a part of their culture, or I don't know. (laughs) I don't know who's. I don't know if anyone's doing this anymore. Putting announcements in the newspaper. It's nice to know that at least one person's still reading newspapers, though, so that we can get this kind of news. Mm. You know, Mm. online. Mm. It is weird, though. (laughs) Yeah, I think what's weirder is that her mum is named Candy. (laughs) (laughs) Brian and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Right now, though, 131060. Yeah. Are you colourblind? We would love to talk to someone colourblind this morning. Uh, they were talking about it on The Bachelorette last night, and I was like, oh, yes. I'm fascinated by people who are colourblind. I just, I'm interested. I want to know, how do they know that they're colourblind? How do they find that out? Because wouldn't the worldview just be like, oh, this is how I see the world? How do they know that those colours are aren't what maybe the rest of the world see colour as. Yeah, thirteen ten sixty. give us a call if you are as well, because I'm colourblind. I mean, Taylor, what do you mean? Oh, so I I uh, worked at Centrelink when I was, like, 20 or something, 19 yeah. or 20, and as part of that you have to do a medical. Yeah. Uh, and I went into the... That's weird that you have to do a medical to yeah. work at Centrelink. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I went in there and did all the stuff, and they were like, all right, we're just going to show you some... Uh, you know those dot things, like the, the dot all the dots colors? Like, close together? Yeah, so they're different colours and that kind of thing. And so just tell us what number you see in these dot charts. Yeah. And I, I couldn't see, show me one. I said, no, I don't know. Oh, show me that one. I said, oh, I think that's a three maybe. And then show me another one. And then at the end of it he was like, oh, have you, been, have you always been colourblind? I was like. Oh, no, I'm colourblind. What? what? He's like, yeah, yeah, you're colourblind. Wow. Yeah. And that's how you found out at 20. Yep, twenty years old. So I found out that I was colorblind. When you see the, the the hit logo is sort of pink and blue or uh, teal, and again, this is how I perceive color. So again, I don't even know if they're yeah. the actual colors. What do you see? Oh, it's like pink and blue. You do see pink and blue. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I like it's it, the dude was explaining it to me. This is like years certain ago now. Colors, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So it's certain colors uh, that happened. All right, Mick in Reed. Let's uh, go to you, mate. Mick, are you colorblind? Oh, yeah, mate. How did you find out? Did you do a weird dot test like Taylor? Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, and I, I find it, uh, like, I'm red-green red deficient, so uh, I find that uh, uh, small red in green at distance, I can't see. It just blends in. So a, uh, a golf uh, golf flag, I guess. Uh, so yeah. uh, it's red and it's got a green uh, background and it just blends. If the flag wasn't uh, red and white, then, uh, yeah, I wouldn't know where the uh, pin was. 
Wow. So would you, so do you, I don't understand what colour you see that as. It just it blends. So oh. does that make make it grey? Yeah, it just blends in. So uh, it doesn't stand out. Uh, so uh, I guess it turns green. Um, so that's all I see is the uh, the green in the background. So the uh, the red doesn't stand out at all. Has it affected your life at all? Because I mean, you, people don't often talk about it or or, or really. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem uh, to unless right, you're yeah. a, a drive a plane or whatever. Yes, it has affected my life. It I uh, tried to get into the army, but um, uh, they deemed me uh, colour perception three, so uh, I couldn't distinguish between then yellows and whites. Right. And was that really frustrating for you? Very. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I can't be a pilot, uh, can't be an electrician. Uh, so you know, all those little little things. Um, I don't have problems with um, uh, traffic lights as such. So I can see the uh, you know, the red and the green, and I'm yeah pretty much uh, learn where those light yeah, sequences are. So, uh, hey. That's fascinating. I didn't realise. And when I when I asked you, you know, does it affect your life? I kind of was hoping you'd say no, it's fine. But the fact that you actually wanted to be a pilot and, and work in that field, that really sucks. That's really annoying. Yeah, very annoying, yes. Fascinating. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. I can't believe you, you as well, Taylor. Yep, yeah. yep. I think more people are colourblind than we realise. Yeah, maybe they don't realise they're colourblind. Maybe I'm colourblind. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I should take this test. I'm well, so fascinated by colour. Yeah. Because you know that, that age-old question, is this blue to you? Yeah. That's always it's, I think mucked being, with being, my head. Anytime, I'm like, is it blue? I don't know. Anytime I've told people I'm colourblind, the same thing that happens to me, it's the same thing as when you tell people that you can't see without your glasses. Mm. You know, what do you see? What do you see? How many fingers am I holding up? Yeah, it must be really rude. Yeah. Sorry. Not great. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. I have the cluckiest boyfriend ever. Seven years younger than me, is obsessed with kids. He's Tom 30. <laughs> He's 20. He just turned 25 and I'm about to turn uh, 32. And he is obsessed with kids. Like, right. to the point, like, say if we go to Westfield Belconnen, my fave, shout out, um, and we see a baby, he'll be like, look at that baby. And then I've gotten to a point where I'm like, stop mentioning the babies. That he'll look at them and sort of wave or be like, you know, looking at them being, you know, oh, wow, look at that baby. And I'll turn over and be like, are you looking at a baby? And he's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, you're still half waving. I know you're looking <laughs> at a baby. Like, what's this kid doing? He's so clucky. Very clucky. It's quite sweet. It's real sweet. But I want to know is- why. Like, is it because he wants one? I just need to understand, like, why. Are you clucky? Um, No. No, Emily gets clucky sometimes when she's around her nieces and that kind of thing. I think that just, like, she kind of goes, oh, they're so cute. Yeah. And then we kind of both walk away from the kids and she goes, well, they're cute, but we're not having any of those anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, stand by. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Do you think it's unusual for a 25-year-old dude to be really clucky or is it normal? I just don't know. I don't really no, know babies are cute. any straight boys. Babies are cute. Yeah, they are cute. I've got to ask him. All Do right. we have his phone number? Do yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, we've got it here. All right, yeah, chuck we'll it give in. him a buzz. Hello. Have we woken you up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tom. No, you're all right, mate. No, I just, I'm just curious, and I feel bad now that I've woken you up. Mm. Why are you so clucky all the time? I'm not clucky. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I like kids. It's fun. But why, how come every time you see a kid, you're always like, oh, look at that baby over there? Because they're cute. Is it because you want one? Why is it? I don't know. They're just fun. Hmm. Why? Are, are you saying Tanya's not fun? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're more fun than her. 
rude, although I do I do like to be inside doing nothing, so I can see where you're coming from with that one. Uh, yeah, no, oh, good. I just want to know why, because every time you see even a baby animal, you're so excited. Yeah, well, they're cute. They're fun. They're innocent. All right. Well, I can be innocent, you yeah. <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I think we all know that's a lie. Yes, yeah, so true. <laughs> all right, see you, Tom. And Tan, there you go. I mean, that was weird. I think he was lying the whole time. I think yeah. he's just like, I want to have a kid, and he just didn't want to straight out say it because he knew I'd bloody have emotions to do with that. Yeah. P.S., he sounded like a baby in that. Yeah, I don't think you need a baby. There. I he think sounded Tom like a baby, baby, didn't he? He's like, I don't want to have a baby. I'm good, meow, cute. Meow. <laughs> They're so cute. What is he doing? He's such a big cutie. He's, what a guy. He's a cute. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kid 104.7. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for Canberra's biggest cab fare. Um, Catherine just said that she had one that was 150 bucks. Yeah. I think that is kind of normal. Like I've been in Sydney at King's Cross and having to go home and I think I've paid 200 bucks. Because, yeah. You know when you're just out and you're like, i got to get home, I don't care. Yeah, I'm the train's going to be pain. 45 minutes and you just go, you know what? Oh. I'm just getting I'm just out of here. Money. Yeah. Well, we got. Ca- we got Even cab- when you definitely don't have the money, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. You're just doing it. Yeah. Well, because we, we got cab charges yesterday. We had a work do. I uh, got some cab charges which we didn't use. <laughs> yeah. Producer Maddie and I. So we want to make the most of these bad boys. And that means beating <laughs> other people and what they've done. So 131060. What's the biggest cab fare you've ever had? Hey, Pelissa in Queanbeyan. What's the biggest cab fare you've had? I was travelling from Cooma. Mm. to Canberra. This was like four and a half years ago and I paid $350. <laughs> <laughs> Three. How come you got a cab? Um, okay, so at the time, me and my now husband were like fighting and like we went through a breakup and yeah. I went through a meltdown and I wanted to go to Sydney. My, I had a friend who lived in Sydney, yeah. but you can't get to Sydney from Cooma. You can only get to Sydney from Canberra. <laughs> so I went to the taxi rank. And, yeah, I got into a cab and he even stopped it at 350 It would have been more. Are you kidding? What a nice cab driver. He stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> P.S. I love, I love the thought process of, yeah. like, I hate you. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to catch a $350 cab. Like, I've been there, girl. I feel you. Worked out. She's yeah. married. Yeah. Molly, what about you, girl? How how big was your cab fare? Hi there. How are you going? Good, girl. Yeah, tell us, tell us. That's good. About two years ago, my uncle who lives down at Shoalhaven had the Nara had a expected heart attack. He was, um, he's fine now. He was taken to Sydney in an ambulance and um, they did surgery and all his tests and couldn't find anything wrong with him. And all he wanted was a beer and yes. they wouldn't let him have one. And I took some in and they said, no, you're not allowed to have one. And he said to me, I'll do anything for a beer. So I left for the night. When I got home the next day to go back to see him, he was not there. He discharged himself. And I thought, the bugger doesn't drive. How does, how does he, where is he? Mm-hmm. And the hospital said he discharged himself. He caught a taxi and I said, he lives in Nowra. <laughs> um, make a long story short, I phoned him. He was just cracking his beer open and the taxi driver had turned the meter off at $1,500. $1,500? 1500 He went from Sydney to Nowra because he was fanging for a VB. <laughs> what a legend, first of all, but that is a lot of money for that a VB so considering they're money. about 350 yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I reckon it was the best beer he ever had. Yeah, it would want to be. Thanks, Molly. Um, hey, what a great do we, do we think any of these stories are going to be people oh. <laughs> really rationally thinking about? No, that was such a brilliant story, <laughs> Maya. Girl, how much was your cab fare? Mine was well, actually, it was my friends. So we we were all sitting around. I didn't want to go, but they jumped in a cab, um, 
So this is when I was living in New Zealand. They mm. went from Wellington, which was the capital, uh, up to New Plymouth, which was two grand. Oh my god! $2, how how far I mean, is that? Like how like how many hours um, of a ride is that? It was. It's about five hours. Five hours. They didn't think. Let's get a higher car or a plane. And they, the only thing they went up there for was a burger. Oh, my God. These people, I just respect <laughs> them, <laughs> but also worry about the yeah. way they're spending their money. But at the same time, you know, Maya, when you've got a, you, you got a craving for a burger, I mean, yeah. You... I mean, I've got to admit, I've been up there before and they are really good burgers, but <laughs> not enough to drive five hours for and pay two grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Nah. God, no. that's insane. That being said, I'd love one of those burgers right now. I know, just that and now out I'm there. thinking, yeah. God, I want to like, yeah. I want to taste one just to understand the two grand. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Sean, bro, wrap this up for us. Biggest taxi fare, mate. What have we got? Um, all right, um, two and a half grand. Cab <sighs> back from Griffith, New South Wales. So it's about uh, six hours. Yes. Yeah. Was it worth? And it? we had to pay. We had to pay up front. It was, it was about 3 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> so we had to pay up front. And why were you desperate to go to Griffith? So, uh, my mate and I went back for his 21st, and he had a massive fight with his parents, and he was just like, I don't care, I want to go home. Mm. And, yeah. That's how it came to so, be. So, so, so six and a half hours-ish, maybe, to go yeah. from here to Griffith, yeah. What do you talk... Like, do you talk to the taxi driver? Because after, after How's Your Night Been, Mate, that kind <laughs> of like, tends to run yeah. dry. What did you talk about? Um, just talked about a night and stuff, and, yeah, it was about it. And I slept from probably... Uh, most of the way, anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd run out of yeah. things to talk about, or you'd leave with a new best friend, like one or the other. The cab yeah. driver would be a new bestie. Okay, I didn't expect two and a yeah. half grand to be no, the top. No, two and a half incredible. grand is unreal. Yeah, I, I like that the theme is this: either people are like desperate to get home, yeah. or they want a burger or a beer. <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya, Kit one hundred four point seven. You've um, you said something to me the other day, and. I don't know if you were joking or not, but we're going to get to that after 8.30 right now, though. Taylor, I believe yes. you've got something for me, and I'm intimidated and I'm scared, but I believe everyone else can play along at home. Yes, yes, this is for everyone. <laughs> We've got producer Maddie in the studio right now as well, mate. So you might be interested in this, but it could be good good for everyone out there. This isn't just for you. This is for people that you know as well. Ooh. So a new study has compared volunteers' tastes in music with their scores on a personality test to see if there's any relationship between the music preferences and psychopathic traits. So they've worked out that there's a few songs... Oh my God, yeah. ..that prove whether or not you're a psychopath <laughs> if they're your favourite song or if you know all the words to these songs, if you're really into these songs. Tan, what would you say your favourite song is? Well, I don't know. I'm so into music theatre. So what would it be, Tan, you reckon? Well, do you, like pop song? Let's say oh. pop song, right? Yeah, yeah. I love Wild by Troy Sivan. Yeah, it's a nice song. You know that song? I love that song. Yeah, hold on, uh, let me... Anything by Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Adele, yep. I live yep. for Adele. Yep. I don't like Shawn Mendes. Yep. So this is your favourite song? Yes, I love this song. Yeah, Troy Sivan, good Perth lad. Um, he is, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Uh, so what we'll do, Tan, we'll get, to get you warmed up, though, before we get into that song. I need to see if you know every word to that song. Ooh, yeah. All right, that's that's the thing. We'll get you warmed up first. So I've just chosen just some random songs that we're just going to warm up with, okay? Just see if you like these songs. Okay. All right? <laughs> You're into this, some Eminem, Lose yeah. Yourself, one of the 
An Oscar-winning like song, actually. Comes. Yeah, Eminem's yeah. the best. Eight Miles is a killer movie. Yeah, you like that one? Like it. Yeah, like All right. Oh, um, God. Let's pick maybe... Oh, yeah, are you kidding me? Black Street? Yeah. yeah. You know the words to this one? Well, um, I'm all, I think I vibe this song more than know the lyrics. Yeah. I think 90% of the population are the same. Maddie, do you know the lyrics? <laughs> no. Nah. But you <laughs> confidently will sort of sing the bits, you know? I like the way mm, yeah. yeah. No so, diggity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Tan, I'm happy to tell you then that because you don't like those two songs, you not don't know every word to those two songs, yeah. you are not a psychopath. So the study found that these two songs, No Diggity and Lose Yourself, are the two songs most commonly associated wow. with being a psychopath. So if you're in Can the... I just looked up psychopath and the definition just because I wanted to be really, really clear on what it is. Yep. Um, it's a personality disorder described with uh, em- uh, you don't have any empathy, no yep. remorse. Uh, you make bold, inib- inhibited, egotistical decisions. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. It's good to know you're not a psychopath, Tan. I mean, that goes against everything that I've thought whilst we've been working together over <laughs> the last little while. It's mm. nice to know. No, no, I'm, r- I'm a real asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Brian and Tanya. Hit 104.7.